Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yeah, 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 that's me, Andrea K. <laughs> Busted through the hype. The hyperbole and the hypocrisy every night of the week, you guys, and especially in a good mood tonight because it's what? It's Friday Eve. Thank you, Jesus, indeed. So much. Uh, I'm not grateful, though, about some breaking news that's happening today. Well, that's not true. I'm grateful for some revelations coming out of a certain few counties, a little Fulton County and down by way of Georgia, a little breaking news coming out of Arizona by way of Maricopa County. Yeah, we got some good news coming out of there. Bad news for Biden. Okay, bad news for those coming around, uh, trotting around uh, something they're calling the big lie. Bad news for that, but good news for us. There is a little bit of bad news on the freedom front here in California. We're going to get into that. Also some bad news in the form of another failure, a gross, disturbing story about another failure of the FBI we're going to get into later in the show. Brian Maloney, my buddy Brian Maloney of Red Wave America and Media Equalizer will be here to talk about all the issues of the day, particularly the good news coming out of Georgia and Arizona. And we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. We are streaming live on Facebook for now. More on that. Coming up in the next day or so. <laughs> Pause for effect. <laughs> We're streaming live right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. Follow us on the, the regular socials at Andrea K. And uh, bringing in my man who's with me every night of the week. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman is a man of great character and intellect. DJ Potato Skins. Hit the button, baby. Button, baby. Sorry, we've had all kinds of technical uh, snafus here at the station today. My mic wasn't up. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, my favorite news uh, quote of the day, Trump's usually not uh, uh, one to be bashful, and he, uh, he's pretty much telling people, I told you so, about the, uh, about the election. And uh, he's kind of right. Yeah, he is right. Unfortunately, that didn't get him back in the Oval where he belongs. Uh, we now know, and we're going to get into more detail. I, t- I promised you guys this last night, right? Because we went and did some other topics last night. I mean, important topics about w- just a little thing called freedom last night. Uh, but I promised you I'd get into some more details of what's happening uh, with the election fraud and the revelations tonight. And we're going to get into some of those details, in particular with Brian Maloney after the first break. Um, but... Uh, it, it, I also ask this, Andrew, yes. and I, I mean this sincerely. I'd like mm-hmm. to have your comments on this. I've been thinking mm-hmm. about this. So this is something, honestly, yeah, there's been talks of you know minute fraud in the past, hanging chads, whatever. We have never had to this scale an election that has been so tainted. So there's no precedent for it. So well, who's I, to say how this is going to turn out? I mean, you can't just because, okay, well, the election is over. Leave it at that. Yeah, but what if you find legitimate wide-scale fraud that they're looking for i think the problem that we have for americans today and the reason why this is so horrifying is because i think the revel the real revelation is is that we've had fraud going on for decades in this country and what's happening now that it's being that there was a theft of a presidential election in front of our face is because the republican party allowed fraud to happen going back to when nixon 
uh, you know, said, oh, for the good of the country, I'm going to allow JFK to step into the White House, even um, Cook, even uh, amidst the fraud that took place in Cook County. We know that Philadelphia is rife with the election fraud. And that was one of my arguments with Giuliani back when he was saying that, you know, there there we know how crooked the election system is in Philly. There's a name for it. And I said then. In November. Well, then why, if it's so well known about the fraud that's been going on in Philadelphia for decades, why hasn't anything been done with it? But we're going to, I want to open with another topic. We're going to save the election uh, stuff a little bit more for Brian. But but the fact that you're so dialed into this is, is important because as I talk about the breaking news in California today, this crap is happening. These continued commie crackdowns and controls over our lives are happening and will continue to happen as long as we don't have elections. Right. We are on the brink. Everybody's already saying what I've been saying for a while, which is you look at what's going on in Cuba and you look at the, the left are, are communist. They've been working to usher in communism with the, for, for decades now. They've been partnering with the Islamists to do that. Um, I, I was one of the first people to say that this was flat out communism of, of what went on with Gavin Newsom. And it, it's going to continue. And, and, and unless we get our elections. We're, so I've been saying we're already on the brink of being Cuba if, if we're not already been Cuba for a while. We're kind of hanging there. And, and the final theft, the when they can centralize in D.C., and formalize and make permanent the fraud that's already been taking place across the country that's then now been done. exposed, then we are officially Cuba. And it's not even going to matter to us. Let me just be straight with you. I don't believe that the Second Amendment is going to stop us from ultimately becoming a communist state. I don't believe that. You want to know why? Because we got people still wearing masks. We had conservatives arguing for lockdowns. Right? We had, we had conservatives going, oh, Trump's just trying to keep you safe. We had conservatives arguing for communist controls. We had conservatives. We have so-called conservatives pushing for for uh, jabs inaccurately being called vaccines. Today, L.A. County has has resumed the mandates and reinstated mask mandates, even for the, quote, so-called vaccinated. Even though the CDC says not we don't recommend it. Absolutely. And that's why it, it, it has nothing to do with your health. And to hear a so-called conservative on another station here in San Diego say the reason why L.A. County is doing this is because of the so-called Delta variant and an increase in cases and that the, quote, vaccines work. And basically, if you're just be willing to get jabbed, is that is that conservatism to you? Is this is this is why we're where we're at. This is communism. Let me remind you. Even if you thought these va- they were vaccines and that they worked, I posted a meme today that's going around that says, are, the, are, the, are these, quote, so-called vaxes going to increase the recovery rate from 99.5% to 99.7? I love the stat that they're coming out right now. They're like, well, all, Andrea, all the COVID deaths that are happening are uh, from everybody that's unvaccinated. Right. That, that was one of the arguments that the so-called conservative made. It's ridiculous. We know for a fact that according to the CDC and VAERS, that, that quote, so-called vaccinated people are getting it. In fact, that's their justification in part uh, by, with, these, with these mask mandates, right? But what this is really about is this is they're angry that a certain percentage of the American people have, have said, you know what, I'm not getting jabbed. So what they're trying to do is, and I've used this analogy before, you know, if you've seen like what they do with in, in the military, like in boot camp, they're in formation and one dude falls out of formation or does something stupid. They punish everybody else. And the reason why they do that is because they want everybody else 
in the company to come bust on the head of the one who stepped out of line. Right. Do you get it? Totally get it. So so what they've got, what they're doing is they're inflaming the anger of those that gotten jabbed by now taking taking some of their so-called freedoms away from them. And therefore, that what they want to do is make the, quote, vaccinated people so angry that they're going to try to force it on everybody else. If you just and I've heard several of them. Exactly. We've got uh, other breaking news out here that the UC system is now mandating and requiring that staff and students get jabbed again. College students in that age don't get it and they don't give it. If you don't get right now that this was never about your health, that this was always about control, then 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 you you can't be reached with any rational thought. And so what we have to have is and right now, this is why and this is why I was saying a couple of weeks ago how angry I was at these Republican, you know, candidates and and people, Republican officials and the consultancy class and all these Republican, you know, mouthpieces all talking about Gavin Newsom and water and Gavin Newsom and forest prevention. And I'm like, look there. And I even talked about it with Kevin Kiley last night. There's very specific reasons why Gavin Newsom is on the chopping block with the recall and it ain't got anything to do with water and it doesn't have anything to do with forest prevention or taxes or taxes we already know by the way when it comes to business you republicans are about low taxes and low 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 regulation can you actually stick on point with what the issues are with gavin newsom and oh by the way if you are going to get off track with that you know piggyback off of the fact that this is about communism and oh by the way crt and the lbgtq is about a a cultural marxist movement stay on point we're going to take a break we come back we're going to shift into uh, the uh, the story you guys all want to talk about, which is, and I know that my man Skins wants to talk about, which is election fraud. And we're going to have our buddy Brian Maloney on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show, and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We are in the process. Uh, we had, a, as, as uh, Potato Skins talked about earlier, we had uh, some technical glitches. There were some powder outages today in the area, and so it might have affected our phones. We might be having a little trouble getting Brian Maloney on the phone here. Yeah, I know you guys uh, appreciate him when he comes on and talks about things related to uh, election fraud. Hopefully we'll get him on the line here. In the meantime, uh, let me give you all some breaking news that happened out of Arizona. I didn't, there was a hearing today. I didn't get to watch all the hearing, but let me give you guys uh, a a few tidbits as to what was revealed today uh, in Arizona. We've got, there's three areas, three states we're going to talk about today in regards to election fraud. One was Arizona and Maricopa County and the hearing today. The other is Fulton County in Georgia. And then the third is Pennsylvania. So let me give you some highlights of um, what happened uh, Maricopa County. This is according to Audit War Room that Maricopa did not put serial numbers on original and duplicated ballots. And you cannot ensure whether they were accurately duplicated or how many times they were duplicated. Oh, it sounds like we got Brian on the phone. All right, Brian Maloney, glad to have you here because I'm, I'm about to get into it for, uh, for on election fraud from Arizona, Georgia and Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show. Hey, I mean, it's it's quite a day and 
I just wonder if this is the day where the, the sentiment changes. Um, for one thing, if you're Fox News and, you know, you've been trying to keep a lid on this for the last umpteen months, you're looking pretty bad today. Um, you know, that I mean, that's just one thing. I mean, that's I don't even know where to start. We've got so many points to make here. Well, let's start with that, because that's a point that that uh, not a lot of people have made today. And I'm glad. And that's why I had you on tonight, because you're not just a red wave America, but also media equalizer. Let's remind everybody as we're thinking about Arizona. That one of the most uh, the, one of the most disturbing and influential things that things that happened and, and occurred on election night was when Fox called Arizona as early as they did. And it never made sense that they did it. It was electioneering through media. And you got to keep that in mind as you think about what, what is being revealed in Arizona today. There are so many snippets. What I was just reading to the audience that I didn't know if you heard was one of the points that came out in, in Maricopa County is that they didn't put serial numbers on original and duplicated ballots. We're talking about, you know, why would you I, I, wouldn't that be election you know, 101? Of course, you can't you can't do any kind of verification if you don't have serial numbers on ballots. Um, that right there should there should be there should be no ballot counted without a serial number. I don't even know how many of those um, were related to. There's 74. Another uh, big, big uh, point out of Arizona is there's 74,000 ballots missing brian maloney well yeah so seventy-four thousand plus extra mail-in ballots that are not yeah so i mean there there are these numbers so one big thing is i mean we have an additional number of facts today that we didn't have yesterday and i think that is what has changed the course of this thing but back to the fox thing for just a second sure because fox was the first, as you may recall, Fox called Arizona before NBC, CBS, ABC, um, everyone else. That is what made that stand out. Uh, did they have information before other people, uh, you know, of a, of a nefarious nature? I mean, what was going on there? We know Rupert Murdoch's sons are far to the left of him, and we know that Fox had been shifting leftward last year. But there's something else. You know, when I was on your show last, uh, earlier this week, um, you know, we talked about how the GOP had essentially turned against its base. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, I think, the biggest wake-up call this week has been the uncomfortable realization that the Republican Party hates its own base. I mean, hates mm-hmm. it. To the point of wanting its own base destroyed. Yeah. Uh, even though it means complete political oblivion, it is the weirdest political uh, philosophy or whatever strategy. I don't even know what word to put to it that I've ever, ever seen in all the politics. You know, it's like a party that wants to self-destruct because it can't stand the people who vote for it. Or is where it- do you have that anywhere in the world? Where do you have that? Well, it's an interesting question, and I think it's something to, to ponder. I have been have been purporting for a while that it's not really about them self destruct self destructing. That it's about a uniparty system that is being negotiated behind the scenes to to the degree of we'll let you win this area here, we'll let you have this district, um, you know, in order to continue to make us think that where there's actually, uh, you know, two two parties opposing each other and 
um, that it's actually a negotiation as to what who's going to get what seats. Uh, and 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 in the course of, yeah. and the Republican Party is happy to have that negotiation or are happy to be in the minority party, because if you see the emails that were revealed, they're like, we don't want to raise money to fight election fraud. We raise more money when we fight against the Democrats. So they're happy to be in the minority. And ultimately, it's it's it. They're laughing and mocking at all of us, like in those emails revealed that it was just a fighting fraud is a big joke to them because they're in on it. Right. And as long as they continue to be able to yeah. raise money, as long as they, they get their token districts, um, they they can get the they can control state houses and then do nothing with that. You know, it's it's it, the joke yeah. is on us. No, the, the joke, the joke is on us, but they will continue to raise money from us and yes. then mock us. So again, and I think I think the trip was incredibly well taken, and that is that there truly is only a uniparty uh, at this point in history. There is only one political party in Washington, and anything that suggests otherwise is the media trying to trick Americans into believing that there are two parties and that there are these two groups in Washington ideologically opposed to one another, and there are not. I mean, what you have in Washington are people who take money from lobbyists and who are there to gain power. And that's it. That's that's the only reason why anyone is there. And everything else is a big song and dance. It's all for show. That's right. Keep us at each other's throats. It's theater. So we it's... will attack one another and they stay in power, dividing and they're winning. I mean, they're it is Washington versus America and it is Washington against the whole world. I mean, look what's going on in the world. What is Washington doing for anybody anymore? It is only protecting itself. It has a fence around itself. Um, you know, it is increasing the Capitol Police force and turning it into the next NSA, FBI, CIA. Uh, you know, what is it doing? It is, it is putting up more defenses to protect itself from the entire world, which mm-hmm. it has cut itself off from. I've never seen Washington behave this way, but we've got things going on in the world right now that are profound and they have no position or no view or no any. I mean, they, they are asleep. Um, I mean, South Africa is completely unraveling. Where is Washington? Where is what? You know, I mean, to the point where I think South Africa is going to just destroy itself when imminently. Um, so w- what's going on in, in that capital right now is is so bad and yet there is so little even discussion of it in our media and the GOP has nothing to say the GOP isn't fighting for us or anyone and anything right. it's only for, it has its salary you know if you're in congress you've still got your health insurance and you've got your retirement all locked up uh and they're good right they're good. that's all they want and right. that they're good everything else is as you said a negotiation we'll keep our horrible base at bay uh, in exchange for A, B, and C, whatever it is they want. Right. And in, in, in it is disturbing to see what's happening in, in South Africa. We know we see what's happening in Cuba. We're not doing anything. We're, uh, the left loves to um, engage us in, in, in actions around the world when it when it furthers them. And they don't um, obviously, you know, interfering with, with a communist uh, a revolution against a communist regime doesn't benefit them. But I do want to stay on the election. And the reason and, and I want us to get into some of the actual data that's going on 
on. Um, because if the I want the American people and the listeners to hear numbers because numbers are irrefutable. We could, you know, um, I, I I've known for a while that it that it was a one party system. My eyes were opened back when I saw a documentary that was done by Nancy Pelosi's daughter Alexandria, and I saw George W. Bush at a time in which he was being blamed for Katrina. And he was doing nothing to push back against the lies. And I, there wasn't an area in it that wasn't destroyed by Katrina where I didn't have friends and family. And I saw him yucking it up with, with Pelosi's daughter. And that's when I knew they were all in it together. And the way that the left is rallied behind George W. Bush now after they sought to destroy him should say it all there. I want to get into a, a little bit of the details. So it, because And the reason why, again, it's important is because... Um, if we just keep it on um, the generic about what's going on in D.C., it's not going to hit us home as when people hear the numbers. So here's a well, couple. We have the numbers. You, you know, you're right. You're right. Um, at the same time, the only place where anything is going on to clean any of this up is at the state level. That's it. Right. So uh, if if um, if we have in Maricopa County 74,000 ballots missing, we have that the routers still haven't been handed over. Um, We have, um, um, uh, according to Arizona Republican Party, who I don't like, you know, obviously we're we're not supportive of the Republican Party. But here's a couple of things that they put it out. Um, There is all kinds of images of ballots that are that are supposed to be folded right to be mailed in but they're flat um so if we've got one county in arizona that fox called early with over a hundred thousand just in one county why isn't there this kind of audit being done in every county in arizona and then when we shift over to georgia of which and you know i'm not a fan of fox news and i'm not really much of a fan of tucker carlson but what he talked about and i know you spent some time in georgia I want to get your opinion on uh, and get your response to this report of what went on in Georgia, because here's a couple of things that um, Tucker Carlson pointed out. Um, Stacey Abrams, and and I want to make sure it doesn't get too complicated. One of the things that was revealed yesterday was that 38,000 people who had moved out of the county and no longer eligible to vote voted. We know that that's 38,000 people in one county alone. Do the math. That's enough to have right. to have swayed the outcome of uh, of an election. Yes. Yeah, it only needed to be, uh, you know, fortified or whatever term you want to use in that one county, Fulton. And that's all you needed. You didn't need to to uh, mess with any of the other counties. And, you know, Fulton, obviously, the this, the county government is as far to one side as you can get. Um, exactly. So we've got thirty eight thousand um that were illegal that voted. Um, there was 36 batches of mail-in ballots to a total of 4,000 votes um, that were, that were, um, I think, run through twice and duplicated. This guy named David Cross, who is a consultant from Voter Georgia, demonstrated uh, the double counting and said he didn't know how it was done. Um, we the, Another thing that was pointed out by Tucker Carlson was that Stacey Abrams is linked to this organization called Happy Faces, She, um, which is the group that was hired to oversee the recall election in the Senate. So you tell me how a Republican governor allowed Stacey Abrams to basically be in charge of overseeing this Senate rec- uh, Senate um, runoff election. And according to a whistleblower, one of the Happy Faces employee was talking about how he was planning to blank, blank up. 
Well, and that's it. And you, what you have in Georgia still to this day is a supposed Republican governor and Republican secretary of state who is Republican in name only, uh, who live in absolute, absolute fear. I mean, at a level of sheer terror over Stacey Abrams that I can't understand because I'm not I've never been convinced that Stacey Abrams is one tenth as powerful as she's portrayed in the media in terms of her actual sway and influence within the state of Georgia. I have never seen where could Stacey Abrams draw a massive crowd or show, you know, where, where is the, the mass of people uh, ready to jump up and do what Stacey Abrams wants? So why are they so petrified of this woman? It doesn't make any sense. Not at all. Uh, You know, she didn't even win down there in Georgia, even though, you know, even though that's really I mean, they're they're using this term, the big lie that Trump is is questioning the outcome of the election. This woman's been trotting around for years now saying she actually won. And but and and she never conceded, never conceded. Exactly. And so and and she's been allowed in any way to have her hands on overseeing an election. But it gets even worse, according to the Tucker Carlson report. Um. Uh. There was surveillance video showing an election uh, worker repeatedly feeding the same batch of ballots into a vote tabulator. And so this guy um, uh, from this this organization that's nonpartisan, um, the Voter uh, Georgia group, which even the left of center, according to this article, Atlanta Journal-Constitution, believes in their report. He said the only way that you could determine how many times the ballots were counted would be to examine the audit tally sheets. So guess what happened when they looked at the tally sheets? Here's one example. A batch containing 55 actual ballot Im- images for Joe Biden and 42 for Trump were reported as 100 for Biden and zero for Trump. In another batch, there were seven batches of votes were reportedly 554 votes for Joe Biden, and 140 for Trump and 11 votes for somebody named Joe Jorgensen. Uh, when the when the tallies were done, it was changed to 850 votes for Biden and zero votes for Trump. Yeah, so I mean the the fraud was brazen, and and the Republican Party was okay because they wanted him gone too. Yep, and that's the hardest thing for people to swallow is that the party they've been supporting and funding uh, and doing whatever to to back uh, has been out there undermining them at every turn for years and has no interest in reforming itself whatsoever. I mean, the same people are at the top. There's no sign of change. But what you do see changing in Georgia is a governor and a secretary of state who are trying to throw a bone here and there to Republicans now because, you know, they're going to be up for reelection. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kemp is up for reelection next year and Vernon Jones is coming at him uh, in a way that is extremely effective. I mean, he is a solid candidate, uh, one of the best, best we could possibly have, have found out there. Uh, and, and so, you know, that's why they're they're starting to change their rhetorical tune a little, but it's way too little, way too late. Yeah. Um, now we've got Pennsylvania and they basically the, the secretary of state there, the same one that, um, you know, said uh, that the fix was in and that there was no way Trump could win the state. And he knew about all the fraud and all the shenanigans that was in place there. Um, has said today that he's not going to allow for any audits to take place in Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania has a Republican controlled legislature. 
Well, yeah, and we saw that the Republican Senate in Michigan, Republican State Senate, uh, those senators are actually assisting in this push to have anyone questioning the election outcome investigated by state police. So, I mean, we've actually seen the Republicans. T- I'm sure you heard about that in the in the last mm-hmm. week, right? Yeah. Uh, where where you're going to have a Republican seal of approval on going after through law enforcement anyone challenging or questioning this election. But you know, when they challenge or question an election or whatever. Uh, when the other side does, then, uh, you know, then they've got some real grievances, you know, but but here it's illegal to question or challenge the election. And it's something that you should be thrown into prison for, you mm-hmm. know, lock it up and throw away the key. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, they're committing flat out fraud all across this country in election in a variety of different ways. You know, I mean, we're literally NOCO right now. We're literally Cuba. I mean, when you know, I don't care whether the fraud is happening in a different way uh, than it happened with Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. Um, but but we don't have any election integrity in this country. I don't I don't I'm not even believing right now that Biden won California. I'm not even believing that he well, did. The thing is, whether you believe the election was fair or fraudulent, whatever side of of this that any one particular person is on, the bottom line here is that if half the country believes that elections are being stolen and the other half doesn't, you have a divided country and you're losing your social cohesion as a country. I mean, what holds the fabric that holds the country together is unraveling. And that's why I brought up South Africa earlier, because in some ways, South Africa could be our future. There isn't any cohesive element holding South Africa together. There's nothing holding it together as a country Mm -hmm. at all. Nothing. Mm -hmm. What happens when we go further down that road, when people are so hopelessly divided that there's just nothing holding America together anymore. And what you're left with are a bunch of states and how that sorts itself out. I mean, we'll see. But to me, I think we're losing a a very key piece of what keeps America, America. How do we fix it? I'm look, the bottom line is Silicon Valley is immediately going to jump in and suppress any information on the audit results or whatever. Yeah. So then it comes down to but word of mouth still it still gets out there. I mean the info still gets out there. Fox has got to change their their tune on this because they've lost so much credibility, uh, especially now that there are facts that don't back their stance. I mean they look stupid. Um, yeah. You know, so that yeah. So what do we do to change this? <laughs> Keep screaming, screaming, screaming. I mean, <laughs> what else do we have? I mean, I, you know, we don't control uh, Google and, you know, we don't control any of these companies. So, well, what you know. we can do is we can support new new outlets. We can support. I, you know, I had the guy who, who founded Freedom Phone last night. Um, I'm real close to making an announcement uh, uh, myself on a new social media site. Um, that is absolutely 100% free from anything related to big tech. I was really angry with Jason Miller manipulating the minds of people, making them think that Getter was free uh, from big tech when it's not. It's big tech with a different bow. And, you know, it's just, it's like you've pointed out so many times on our show. There's so many grifters in the, in the Republican Party claiming to be conservative and because they're all just looking to make a buck off the minds of the American people. We got to, we got to connect and engage and organize outside of big tech and, and, and be willing to, 
uh, put the time in place and be courageous enough and be fearless, uh, be fearless enough. We need to be looking down at what those revolutionaries are doing on the streets of Cuba. And we need to say, but if we don't start getting engaged and, and, and caring enough about fighting for our freedoms like they are in those streets, then then we're going to be we're going to officially end up exactly where they are. And Cubans coming here are going to realize to their disappointment, to their horror, that we're not the country anymore that they thought we were. And uh, that's heartbreaking to me. Uh, I mean, Cubans have, have lived their entire lives with the hope that they could one day find freedom in America. And to tell Cubans they can't come here, that they'll be turned around. And to even tell Haitians the same thing yeah. uh, is complete insanity. You know, we're starting to have we're starting to have Haitians. Uh, I, I know personally Haitians who are Republicans who are running for office at the local level uh, in the East Coast. There are a lot more Haitians than you're going to find in the West. But it's not it's not such a Democrat block anymore. And as right. we know, Cubans have been reliably Republican for for many decades. So to say we're picking and choosing who we bring in based on historical voting patterns, mm-hmm. you know, Hondurans are more likely to vote for Democrats which I don't even know how long that'll be true. I think when people come to this country, they want to work and do well. Most of them really don't want to come here and, and be taken care of by the Democrat party. I I really, I really think people come here to excel. uh, And, and yet they're saying, Hey, you know, too many people from your country previously came here and voted Republican. So we're going to turn your raft around and send you back to the sharks uh, at sea. Um, before you can reach Florida. That, to me, is is just disgusting. It is. What a horrible thing to say it was. Yeah, absolutely. Brian Maloney, thank you for always bringing such great wisdom and clarity and passion to what's going on. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. All right. I'm well past the point of a break, so we're going to take a tiny one right now, but come on back because we've got it. We've got another breaking story out of California. I'm not sure if Skins has heard this, but it's along the lines of uh, of socialism and turning us into Cuba. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, so, checks have gone out from the Biden administration. Uh, bribing, you know, uh, bribing Americans for, you know, paying them supposed so-called tax credits in advance, child tax credits, uh, basically taking money from taxpayers to pay other taxpayers to bribe them, uh, 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 you know, for votes. And I think one of our founders said that when the American people realize that they can vote money for themselves through the government, that's when that's when we're dead. I'm paraphrasing. That's when we're dead as a country. And that's what we're doing. We've got the Biden administration and Democrats has cost this country using the taxpayers as a slush fund, as an ATM machine for them to write checks now in order to buy votes. And so I, I, I disagree a little bit then with Brian Maloney in terms of, um, you know, people coming here, you know, don't want the the Democrats handouts. They, they want freedom. True. But if you're desperate, if you're poor, you're going to turn down a check. From the government. And then once you get it, this it, it's abusive because because dependency is the way to keep somebody under your thumb. Right. I mean, that's that's what's going on in Cuba. Right. They're all under government control. The government decides how much money each person is going to make in, in, in Cuba. Doctors make the same amount of money as bartenders. I do see Brian Maloney's point because oh, yeah. the government is so in control in Cuba that when they come here. Yeah, it's nice to get maybe that 
that free check, but they want to do it for themselves. Right. Well, he was actually referring to like Haitian people from Honduras and, and Central America, right? That, you know, uh, we know the com- coming out of communist countries don't want anything to do with that. Um, but coming out of these poor countries, the, the mindset when you're when you're broke and you don't have an education and you don't have any job prospects is you're happy to you're happy to be on the government dole. The problem is, is it becomes permanent because there's almost no way to dig yourself out. Well, that's and, why some people are, you know, they're they're happy to take the check and stay working at home. Right. And, and that is exactly where we're at. And so case in point. So the, the government is, is looking for ways right now in which they can they can continue to feed and grow dependency. So we've got Biden sending out checks and child tax credits. Now we've got uh, California lawmakers today approved the first state funded guaranteed income plan in the United States. Guaranteed income. And the hook, you're going to hear who it's going to go to and you're going to go, oh, okay, well, maybe for them. See, that's where they get you, right? They, they play on your emotions and make you think that, well, if it's going to go into poor people coming across the country, how can we deny it's them It's a worthy help? cause. Andrea. It's a worthy cause. For this, where this is going, $35 million is going for to qualifying pregnant people and young adults who recently left foster care with and no restrictions on how they spend it. So what they're doing is they're identifying two groups of people that you're you're going to you're going to sound like, you know, you're a heartless jack wagon, right? If you deny pregnant, of course we want pregnant. And by the way, they're called pregnant people now, not pregnant women. There's no, men cannot get pregnant. Okay. I was just about to say that. <laughs> men can, there's no such thing as pregnant people. Okay. There's pregnant women. Right. Um, and and so if you're a pregnant woman, it's not my responsibility to support you in your life. You made a decision somehow, some way that got you pregnant. And, and th- there's no restrictions. This could be some Democrat. This could be some Hollywood actress, right? Who's getting a check. Not that I support it either way, but if there were certain restrictions, I could almost see it. Well, but there's none. Well, there is no. The, yeah, no. Be, and, be, and because this, the game here, the point here is just to create dependency. If Correct. they give a crap about these foster kids, young adults coming out of foster care, uh, if they gave a crap about them, the last thing they would want to be doing would be putting them on on the dole because, you know, again, people people who are on government assistance, young women who have children out of wedlock have a 90 percent chance of ending up in, impoverished and needing to go on government assistance. Well, then, as you said, then they, they're used to getting that check and they're going to want the government to continue to take care of them. Right. Hence the fact that we've got people, there's restaurants and businesses all over the country right now that can't hire anybody because they're being paid so much to stay at home that they would rather we've got a mindset of people that are going you know what yeah i'm living in kind of a dump you know what yeah i'm driving an old car but you know what because that's all because the total amount of government assistance isn't going to get me to buy a home it's not going to get me to buy a new car but you know what at least i don't have to work that's how they've conditioned us to take us from a, a, a country that was based on one of ambition drive to want to have something in life to want to want to have home ownership the, the american dream was not to be living in some crap hole apartment driving a broken down car so that you can sit at home and game all day that's not the American dream. Do you see how they've changed our culture? That turns us into Cuba, if you're willing to do that. Think back to USSR, government housing, right? Government housing was these crap, you know, concrete buildings with everybody in, in you know, crammed into one or two bedroom apartments with one bathroom. But you're guaranteed a roof over your head. You're guaranteed a meal, Right. You're also guaranteed to have equal redistribution, equal distribution of misery, equal distribution of squalor, equal distribution of a crappy existence. And that's what they're fostering with this mindset.
That's what we're doing. And we are vastly getting to the and, and, and when the when the Democrats pass some four trillion dollar uh, uh, bill like they did yesterday, they're breaking our backs. When you get to where you've got more takers and you've got makers and with, that's where we are, you eventually crush the system. And that's ultimately what the Democrats want. I was just going to say it's by design. That's Cloward Piven. You break the back of an economy. You overspend. You pay people to stay at home. So there's nobody out there making anything. And then those that are making can't continue to make. They don't, they don't have them. They don't have the ability to continue with the means of production, whether they don't have the labor. Now they've got they've, it cost them too much money. And because uh, then taxes go up, then they eventually stop producing. Well, right. I know the IMF's been doing a lot of uh, beta testing on the global currency, and you know that's uh, in, in the game plan, too. What's going on right now is exactly what happened with Venezuela, and it only took 10 years to take Venezuela from being one of the most, pro- I think, one of the top 10 most prosperous countries in the world and turn them into a crap holder where they have literally no food, no toilet paper, and they were hunting dogs, their own pets down in the street for meals. This is where we're at, and it's not hyperbolic to say it. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, let's see. Do we have anything else, uh, any other fun stories to talk about? I know. Let's talk about the FBI and the failures in regards to child abuse of gymnasts. Yeah. More uplifting stories (laughs) after the break. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I don't even have enough time. I could do a whole week of shows on the FBI failures, right? Failures on Pulse Nightclub, uh, San Bernardino, uh, Fort Hood, uh, the Sarnia brothers in Boston. I mean, the FBI, uh, it's been one failure after another with these crap weasels. And that doesn't even take into consideration the crap weasel crap involved in the FBI and the DOJ illegally spying on and targeting not just the Trump administration for four years, but now going around trying to round up up any granny who was anywhere near the Capitol at the time. The FBI is an absolute disgrace. And I've been saying for years that I was sick and dang tired of Sean Hannity saying it's just a few at the top. Okay, and let me tell you, you want to know why an example, some proof of why I've been right, that the stink goes all the way, the stench goes all the way to the bottom. Larry Nassar, who's serving 60 years for rape, sexually assaulting gymnast. Got got an extra year to assault gymnast, thanks to some FBI agents on the ground in Indianapolis who failed to report him. Didn't keep proper records of the investigation, didn't even tell anybody in Lansing, Michigan, where he was also involved in assaulting young women and then lied in the investigation. And you know what? None of them, as of right now, have been prosecuted. No, but if you stepped into the Capitol where the doors was held open to you by the Capitol Police, you're probably in solitary confinement right now and being denied bail. That's what's going on in the United States of America right now with our law enforcement agency. I know, by the way, follow up. We had uh, we had John Cardillo on recently talking about Lego Gate, to where they actually arrested somebody and brought into evidence a um, Lego uh, set of the Capitol. You right? can't make this stuff up. Well, it gets even worse. Follow up. It it it, it wasn't an assembled Lego Capitol. It was in the box. <laughs> We finally reached it. We're laughing. It took till the end of the show. I have nothing. (laughs) We have nothing further. 
We'll see y'all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.